Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus you're a 415er. 415er. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game, coming at you twice a week here in the off season. My partner, my partner, Mark Randy. My name is Evan Giddings. Please download the Odyssey app. Check us out on YouTube at the 95.7 The Game channel. Subscribe, download, and rate both while you're there. Mark, we got a lot to get into today. We got to talk about some comments from the general manager John Lynch, who spoke as we're recording this on Monday earlier today. We also have, of course, our Week one of training camp takeaways officially seven days in, even though the pads just came on on Monday. And of course, we'll get to some of Kyle Shanahan's comments and the four quarterback system that apparently the 49ers seem to be employing. But before we do all of that, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's great that the pads are back on. As you as you said, as we're recording this Monday, first day of pads being on. It's exciting. There's a, a ton of talk around this team which always is, is exciting, of course. Now we're getting uh, most of you listening to this, I would imagine, on August 1st. Uh, we're, we're getting into the month where we actually have some live football. There will be preseason games this month, which is super exciting. Um, and there's just so much to talk about. So I'm, I'm fired up. There's so much content coming out of Santa Clara right now. We'll, we'll do our best to try to uh, sift through it and, and give you only – what you really need sift through all of the i don't know the the false storylines all of the uh, that's not that big of a deal we'll just give you the meat and potatoes what you really need to know 
because there's so much stuff coming out of the 49ers in Santa Clara. Um, but we'll narrow it down for you. The 415ers are the place where you just go to get what you need, the biggest stuff, and we got that for you. The necessities, mm-hmm. the bare necessities, to quote the Jungle Book. Um, I'm, I'm just glad personally, Mark, that all of the news that seems to be coming from 49ers training camp is generally positive. Like I, I think that there is some kind of directions that social media, both local as well as national media, is kind of steering it. But it's not like a running back is holding out. It's not like even their one holdout right now, Nick <laughs> Bosa, is expected to continue to hold out, and there's a situation situation surrounding him. It's not like the owner's talking about how a player may or may not be traded and how they may or may not be messing with their contract situation. There are a bunch of, I think, positively infused storylines with this team, even though they might not take everyone where they want to go. And that, of course, is because of Kyle Shanahan and the way that he is, at least so far, approaching the quarterbacks and the quarterback room because Brock Purdy's back. He's able to throw. He was in pads on Monday, uh, but that means that there's four quarterbacks now taking snaps and reps. And even though not every day that's going to be the case because Brock Purdy will have two days on, a day off, maybe an off day mixed in, um, the trio of Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and now Brandon Allen will be getting opportunities to prove that they belong in the quarterback room. And over the weekend, uh, the San Francisco Chronicles' Eric Branch asked Kyle Shanahan specifically about Brandon Allen because everyone's kind of wondering, number one, what he was doing in the room in the first place when they signed him, how he can contribute, uh, but also why he's taking so many snaps, it appears at this point, away from the three guys supposedly ahead of him. And here is their, uh, their back and forth. I thought it was interesting. Why are so many snaps going to your number four quarterback? Two of the days is number three quarterback. Right, but I think just overall, we agree. 37 snaps is a decent amount. Yeah, I mean, you, you think that is? Based on your previous training camps. Oh, yeah, well, he, he earned them in OTAs. He did a good job in OTAs, and today he was the third quarterback. So he got all the three reps, two of these four practices, which is a good amount. Um, the other guy's been splitting the one and twos, and uh, it'll bump down though when we have four out there more. Combative Kyle is back. <laughs> Mark, what would you make of the uh, the interaction there over the weekend? Uh, well, Eric Branch is spot on the money. Um, it's the question that has to be asked. Uh, and it, it seems like a lot of times Eric Branch is the guy that asks these questions. So first of all, credit to Eric Branch uh, for asking it and following up and sticking to his question because you could tell Kyle was a little ticked off that he was being asked that question and Eric Branch didn't shy away. Um, it's It's interesting because this is out of the ordinary. How often across any camp, let alone Kyle Shanahan's past camps, does a fourth string quarterback get this much run? Not just uh, in terms of the number of reps or snaps that they're taking on the practice field, um, but how many times has Kyle Shanahan brought up Brandon Allen, even when the question wasn't about Brandon Allen? I remember at least two times. When does that happen for any other fourth string quarterback? Uh, in this entire league, it, it really doesn't happen all that often. So what does this mean? It means for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan is interested to learn more and to see what Brandon Allen has, where this really becomes, I'm not sure if an, an issue is the right word because Shanahan knows what he's doing and, and he's not actively trying to to hurt anyone or, or to, uh, I don't know, kill the development of any singular player player but what happens 
when you do that, when you're giving a lot more reps to your fourth string quarterback than normal, and and remember, Brock Purdy was the third string last year. He didn't get nearly this number of reps, and Brandon Allen is the fourth string. So this is out of the ordinary. But what happens then when you do give more reps than normal to your fourth string guy, it takes away from others. Not saying that, that Sam Darnold deserves more reps, not saying that Trey Lance necessarily deserves more reps, but when you say out of one side of your mouth that Trey Lance simply needs to play, which has been the message from both John Lynch and from Kyle Shanahan really all offseason long, and then on the other side you come out and say and give Brandon Allen, your fourth-string quarterback, more reps, you're going to raise some flags. That is not normal. It is strange. And I, I don't know how you feel, but the, the most logical takeaway, at least that, that I can glean from all of this, Evan, is simply the 49ers don't really believe that much in Trey Lance. And as a result, they want to see what they have in their other quarterbacks because for whatever reason, they might not feel comfortable if, Trey Lance has to actually take snaps at quarterback for them this year in the regular season. If you feel that way, okay, this makes sense. You want to know what else you have at the quarterback spot, but it just is really hard for me to believe that Brandon Allen, a career journeyman, uh, is someone who you might believe and trust in more than the guy that you hand selected just a couple of years ago and pick number three overall. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I think you can interpret this a few ways as it applies to both Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. Because if you are an avid supporter of Trey Lance, well then yes, everything you said I, I agree with. He should be getting more opportunity or every opportunity you know that he's... Um, going to throw his way. He should try and maximize. And I think he's done that so far. By the way, it was noted that on Monday, Trey Lance had reportedly the best day of any quarterback mm -hmm. in his 18 snaps that were split evenly with Sam Darnold as far as the second team. Uh, Brock Purdy got every first team rep on Monday. And then Brennan Allen got seven of the third string snaps. Although I think three of them were passes. So the majority of them were runs. But however you take it, Brennan Allen's gotten 44 snaps in training camp so far through these five days. That's a lot for a fourth-string quarterback. If you are a Sam Darnold fan, I don't know how many of them are out there, <laughs> but Sam Darnold's learning a brand-new playbook, and those snaps are also valuable for him. So if that's going to be potentially your backup quarterback or someone that you might expect to play at some point this year, whether he's two or three, well, then you're also, in a way, kind of hurting your second contingency plan by giving Allen those snaps because they are very valuable. Kyle Shanahan has discussed the value of practice. And like you mentioned, Brock Purdy maximized his opportunities last year with far less chances than Allen is currently getting, which leads me to kind of the next conclusion that I have, which is maybe this is the Brock Purdy effect. The fact that Kyle Shanahan at this point last year did not know what he had in Brock Purdy and yet every single time that he was given a chance, it made Kyle Shanahan open his eyes to the point where he told Nate Sudfeld, the guy on a guaranteed contract, to kick rocks, and then felt even more comfortable, as did the rest of the team, it sounded like, when Brock Purdy was thrust into action because they had already seen it on the practice field. And so maybe Kyle Shanahan is trying to give Brennan Allen 
the opportunity to prove that, in fact, he does belong. I think it's a little far-fetched. But the other side that I see in this is, at the end of the day, I think Kyle Shanahan is trying to push both Trey Lance and Sam Darnold by giving Brennan Allen opportunities and saying, this is, whether you think it's an open competition or not, this guy is going to be in the mix, and you better prove to me in the few opportunities that you do get that are now lessened by a fourth man in the room that you deserve to have them. So it really depends on how you interpret kind of the actions of Kyle Shanahan to me, Mark, but both for Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, this is detrimental no matter who you're a fan of. Yeah, no, it is. I would argue when it comes to Sam Darnold, yes, he's new in the system. Trey Lance is entering his third year. Of course, this is Sam Darnold's first year here. Uh, Trey Lance obviously has the leg up in terms of uh, understanding exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants out of his quarterbacks and, and the intricacies of the system and, and probably knows the playbook, of course, much better than Sam Darnold does. Sam Darnold obviously has the advantage of being a multi-year starter in this league and has gone through multiple training camps as the starter, has taken just about every single first-team rep uh, in training camp at his previous stops, maybe not so in Carolina, but certainly with the New York Jets. Um, and, and this is a step back for him, you're right, but his experience, I think, while at least on the field in the regular season has been relatively lackluster, it's still something I think that he can fall back on and lean on in, in moments like this, I don't really buy the, I don't, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to paraphrase what you said. I don't really buy the, I don't know, the, the motivating tool that this could be from Kyle Shanahan to, to Trey Lance. I don't think this is a, a situation where someone like Trey Lance needs the tough love. Uh, Trey Lance has been through incredibly difficult situations already in his career. I mean, you, you think back to everything he's been through and his career has just been destined for failure. I mean, think back to the COVID year when he was in college, he had a fantastic season, um, and then COVID hit and he wasn't really able to play again. That one collegiate year at FCS, North Dakota state is the last football season he's really played and that was what four years ago now and and then you, you think back to his rookie year when he got hurt in a spot start early in the season he had the nagging injury throughout the offseason last year and then of course now he breaks his ankle a season ago when he's finally going to be the team starter and and now he's thrust into this position where he's going to be at best the backup to a last year's Mr. Irrelevant and suddenly Kyle Shanahan says, hey, I need you to get your ass into gear. We're going to give some some snaps to this fourth string guy and see if you can take advantage of it. No, I don't buy it. This is a situation where Kyle Shanahan, if he still believes in Trey Lance, I'm not saying he should baby him and, and give him more than he deserves. But if he's trying to to motivate Trey Lance in this way, I, I just don't. I, I can't possibly see how that would be beneficial. Maybe it's it's what's in his in his mind, but I, I see that as the exact opposite of what Trey Lance needs. If the goal again is to see if this guy is is actually good and could help your franchise in the future, I, I don't know if that's right. Now the caveat is maybe the 49ers already believe that he's not that guy. So so who the hell cares moving forward? Well, look. 
Uh, number one, I, I wouldn't describe Trey Lance's career at all as destined for failure. I would call it more so unfortunate uh, the way that things have panned out. It's not his fault he was drafted third overall. If he plays a full season in college, he might not be taken in the first round. Who knows? But back to the point about motivating factors. This would not be the first time that Kyle Shanahan has had a player that we have felt unfairly put in a doghouse about. And that player before was Brandon Ayuk. All we talked about heading into 2022 was how Brandon Ayuk had not been able to do this and not been able to do that. And in 2021 was in the doghouse of Kyle Shanahan. And how did he respond? Like a dog. Because he is now to the point where everyone has unequivocally said he's the most impressive player in camp. We expect big things from Brandon Ayuk. And that's on him, yes. But Kyle Shanahan did what he could to motivate one of his star players. They're in very different situations. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for in addition to the rest of the factors that are at hand, for Kyle Shannon to also try and play some mind games to extract the best out of a quarterback that he doesn't have a whole lot of time left based on his contract situation to figure out if this kid can do it. If Trey Lance's mental makeup is his greatest asset, which is all we can really base him off of at this point, well, then motivating should not be an issue. And so at this point, it's sink or swim. He is by Kyle Shanahan's actions, by giving reps to Brandon Allen, by splitting reps with Sam Darnold, by bringing those two guys in the quarterback room in general. He is, to me, in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. And you got to get out one way or another, and it can either be up or it can be down. Ayuk showed you what happens if you go up. We've seen a lot of players go the opposite direction. So I'm not saying it's all up to Trey Lance, but if you're Kyle Shanahan, you're going to throw anything at the wall and see if it can stick. I, I get trying uh, different strategies, maybe things that are outside of the box a little bit. I just don't see how that answer uh, gets you closer. or That answer helps you in with this specific problem. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was a guy who had a lot of success as a rookie and was going to be this team's one of the team's starting wide receivers, and that didn't really change. And then there was, you know, the, the reports that wasn't, you know, giving his all in practice and, and all of that. And, and that's what resulted in, in being in the doghouse. My question would be, what has Trey Lance done to deserve being in the doghouse? Breaking his ankle? I mean, this guy hasn't really had a, a fair chance to to prove good or bad what he is. Maybe Kyle Shanahan is convinced solely on what they see on the practice field alone. I don't know, but I, I think those situations are entirely different because by all reports, what they're telling us, Trey Lance is uh, one of the hardest workers, one of, one of the more, uh, I don't know, reliable guys in terms of in the locker room, on the practice field, working in that regard. I don't see how this is something that could help him. You say on one side, he needs all of the reps, all of the opportunities he can get, and then what you end up doing is taking those reps away. I get that it could be motivating. I just don't see how that's the solution at this stage of the guy's career. I mean, nothing else has worked at this point. So I guess he's got to try whatever he can.